Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Friday, September the 15th, 2023 at 1225 p.m. Central Time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. And your today's focus really is an introduction. It really is. Today's focus really is a kind of an introduction and allowing you to be a part of the creative process. Now, I try my best. Now, there, there, was, there was kind of a philosophy that I would hear a lot when I was in the military. And the philosophy was, hey, don't complain. Offer a suggestion. It's easy to say, well, I don't like this. And why are we doing this? And offer a suggestion. Do something about it. Don't just complain. And I think that's a good philosophy to have, especially in the workplace, because everyone can complain about something, but don't offer me a complaint. Offer me a solution. Offer me a suggestion. Offer me a fix. Offer me something that's going to resolve the problem. Well, I, it's easy as a podcaster to turn on the microphone and to point out things that you don't like or to complain about something or to criticize something or to be critical. And, and throughout my Christian life, I have heard over and over and over and over. In fact, it seems like it's a, a never ending complaint and concern and warning that's just played on a continual loop, no matter which year or decade I find myself. It's the same thing over and over and over and over. It's just been repeated. And then when you go even back before I was even born, you read some of these same concerns. And that concerns are over and over and over is that Christians are biblically illiterate. It's hard to get Christians to actually read their Bible. It's even more difficult to get them to actually study the Bible. When you really get a Christian are Christians together, and you start asking real basic Bible knowledge questions, it is shocking sometimes how much they actually don't know. But here's what's fascinating by it. Even though they don't know sometimes basic Bible facts and basic Bible knowledge, they will still tell you when you're wrong and when you're right and when your theology is wrong and right. Like, they don't believe it's required to become, to master the Bible. They don't believe they have any responsibility to master the Bible, but they still believe even with they, even though they haven't mastered it, they can still tell everyone else when they're wrong. It's, it's a fascinating, it's a fascinating reality, but I have been warning and complaining about this lack of biblical knowledge, this lack of biblical knowledge, biblical illiteracy. It's a threat. Biblical illiteracy is the soil in which deception is born. I've been, I've tried my best to get people to actually study the Bible by teaching 12 Bible study methods. We do the Bible study exercise podcast series. Well, I give homework and assignments and try to get people to participate. And it is difficult to really get people in a sense, up off their couch to a table with Bible, notebooks, reference tools, and they dig in and they do the assignments because people will say that they're busy, they don't have enough time. And I understand that. But the problem is uh, people can be busy and don't have enough time, but the problem persists. A lack of biblical knowledge, a lack of biblical understanding. And I knew, And I also know this. That when you try to get people to study the Bible, one of the great, greatest tools that they can have at their disposal is the more knowledge they just have about the Bible in general. 
where, where they know the books and, and basic summaries of the books and people and places and dates. And, and, and the more just basic knowledge you have in your mind, then you always have that to pull from. Whenever you're looking at something, you have, you know, almost like an immediate cross-reference ready to go. You have so much there. You can, you have context, you have other things to connect it to. So that knowledge is so important. People, there's a pro- crisis of biblical illiteracy and, and to help people in Bible study, the more basic knowledge they have is, is great. And I have been warning people, especially lately, over the danger of whether we like it or not, people are not necessarily reading and studying the Bible. They are reading, studying, and listening to theological systems that are really being placed They're really taking the place of the Bible. We say, no, 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 no. I'm studying the Bible. No, you're studying a system, a theological system that you're reading into the text. You're claiming you're doing exegesis when you're really doing eisegesis. You're reading into the Bible. You, you, because you learn what to believe and then you're told it's there and then you read it in there thinking that it's there. And so I've tried to tell you we've got to do better at trying to recognize the influence of the systems and then setting aside all of our presuppositions all of our conclusions, and just get back to the Bible itself, reading it and studying it and laying all that other stuff aside, becoming masters of the source material. If the Bible is the source material, then it's your it's your responsibility to master it, and it's my responsibility. It's not just a pastor's responsibility. It's every Christian, especially considering within the non-Catholic world, we teach that that the individual sitting in the pew is supposed to be actually judging the teaching. Well, you can't judge it if you're not a master of the source material, right? That's That would be my understanding. So I've been warning about these things, trying my best to fix these things, but I'm always con- looking for a new idea, a new thing. And so I've come up with an idea. Now, this is one thing about me. I think I'm great with ideas. I am great with ideas. I may not be so great and pulling them off, right? I, I do my very best, but I, I think I'm great at coming up with ideas. I've always got like a 50 ideas. I really, if, if I had a team of people, right? If, if like, if my ideas would have ever come to play the way I imagined them, I always imagine having a team of people who were like, all right, we're all committed to this and we can make it work. And, and you have other people recording content. You have people doing this and people doing that. And you have web pages and you have podcasts and you have, you, you just have so much going on. I, I could keep everyone busy with all kinds and we could be producing so much, but it's really just me. So sometimes my ideas are bigger than my ability to actually pull them off. Like in my mind, I'm like, oh, I can do it. And then I'll realize, what am I talking about? That, <laughs> there's only, <laughs> there's only so much I can do. So, uh, so sometimes it, it falls apart. So I'm hoping this one doesn't fall apart, but here is my idea, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for my idea? Here's the idea. And it's as, it's infancy. This is like the very beginning stages of the idea. It has to be f- formulated and fleshed out. But here is my idea, my thinking. What if I create a podcast slash podcast series, like on the Sermons 2.0 app, the Church One app, the Sermon Audio beta site, 
it would show up as a podcast series, right? Uh, for all the other podcasting platforms, I'm thinking of making it a separate podcast distinct from Theology Central. Now, I will mention Theology Central at the end of it, but it would really be designed to, to accomplish this. Hey, guys, I don't know what you're doing today. I don't know what you're doing this evening. I don't know what you're doing uh, this afternoon, but why not take a few minutes for a Bible quiz? And we'll call it the Bible Quiz Podcast. I looked for other podcasts who have attempted this. I think one was doing this and they stopped in, I believe, June or July of 2022. So they gave up or, or quit or just realized it's not working, which is a bad sign, which is a bad sign, which probably tells me we shouldn't do this. But I was thinking that people could tune into the podcast. They could subscribe to it. And for every new episode, I would give them between three to five. I mean, there's no definitive number. Maybe it's one, maybe it's five, maybe it's four, probably no more than five questions, basically like a Bible quiz. And the goal, the intent is to try to get the people to actually, now I know I'm never going to get this to happen, but it would be to actually get someone to write down the quiz question and then actually physically look up the answer and then actually write the answer down. Because by writing the question, physically looking up the answer and then writing down the answer, you have a greater chance of that Bible information now being locked in your brain. And it's getting you to the Bible. I'm not going to be asking the questions based off a theological system. It's just going to be asking a question and you just have to find it in the text. I'm not going to offer any interpretation. I'm not going to offer anything. It's going to be like, here are your four questions for today. And then in the next episode, whenever I do the next episode, it'd be like, in your, in the last episode of the Bible quiz podcast, we asked the following four questions. Here are the questions and here are the answers. And here, here, here is, you know, so, so and so from where, whatever state, here is their answers. If they choose to submit the answers to me, they don't have to, but if they chose to do so. And then I would be like, and then today, here are our three questions. Now, sometimes they would be questions. Sometimes maybe I make it a little bit more like a, a small assignment, right? Hey, today, I want you to look up what you can find out about this individual, right? Maybe I would make it a little bit more like that, but most of the time trying to put it in a quiz form as much as possible, but maybe a Bible Bible quiz, sometimes expanding in it a little bit. Like, hey, today I want you to look up, uh, I want you to list, or I, you know, like, I, I guess it would still be like a quiz, like a, almost like a the Bible pop quiz uh, podcast. Maybe we call it that. Do you like that idea? Pop, a pop quiz. Remember those in school? Remember how happy you got when you went to school and they're like, all right, everyone put everything away. Today it's a pop quiz. Ten questions. Right? D didn't you love that? You, you didn't? I mean, didn't you? Okay. Look, I love it for Bible because it all, it constantly shows me how much I don't know. If I was to just throw out a pop quiz, I used to do it at church a lot. I would tell everyone to put everything away. I'm going to do a pop quiz and I would do a pop quiz about the things that we had been studying in the church. Sometimes I would take an entire church service to do that. I stopped doing that. <laughs> Anybody want to know why? Because when you realize that no one remembers anything that you have taught for the last month, you then kind of go, no more pop quizzes. No more. Now, what you would hope is it would motivate the people to go, oh, my goodness, I've been coming to church for a month and I can't answer any of these questions. And all of these questions come from the sermons that have been preached for the last month, meaning I don't remember anything. 
You think that would embarrass the people, that, but it doesn't change their behavior. It just, it just creates in the pastor, you know, ideas of alcoholism or drug abuse or retiring and going to Vegas. Okay, I'm, that's a little bit of hyperbole, but you get the idea. So I stopped doing that. We used to do Sunday school pop quizzes for the week's devotional. I, I bought everyone a devotional book called Feature, a Daily Bible Study Guide. And then my, I had my daughter who would write 10 questions on that week's devotionals. We quit that. We quit. The, the, the famous one is the entire week. The, all the devotionals were in the book of Philippians chapter two, like every uh, seven days of Philippians chapter two. The first question that uh, I came up with, and I said, put this down. I said, uh, what book and chapter was this week's devotionals taken from? And my daughter was like, dad, that is ridiculous. That is the dumbest thing I have ever heard. Everyone, no, that's not even hard. I'm like, we'll see. 50%, I think, I think 50%, and it may have been even 60% of the people could not answer the question. That's when I knew I am wasting my time, right? So I, so even in the chances where I've done these pop quizzes, I've, I've it's always been met with sadly a, a, a horrible realization that people just don't know or people don't care. So I don't know how these quizzes are going to go. What I hope it would do is create like, you know what? I'm busy, but I could do, I could do a Bible quiz every few days. I could do a Bible quiz. I could do these little small things. I may not be able to do a Bible study exercise or he spends 70 plus hours in the book of Jeremiah. I may not be able to do, you know, those Bible study methods, but I could do a Bible quiz. I just have a notebook called, you know, the, the Bible pop quiz podcast. And then you just write down the date and you're like, oh, today's questions are these. And then you go look it up. You write the answer and you write the reference down and you just keep that notebook. I think it would be an awesome idea. I, I, I personally, because everyone should be able to do that. And then now you're not getting any deep teaching, but you're just systematically being handed Bible information, Bible information, Bible information till you start mastering you're mastering the source material. And don't you want to master the source material? Since I don't know, it's the word of God. Now, that, that's, that's my thinking. Now, I've already received, I think I received a few emails today saying that they think the idea is good. Because I've already mentioned it in a previous broadcast. So I wanted to take the initial introduction of this. Give a fuller introduction and would love to get your thoughts. What, what do you think I should do? What do you think I shouldn't do? How, and I, I, look, I may take your suggestions. I may throw your suggestions out, but I definitely will listen to them. So you can email me any of your thoughts about this. Newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. We're definitely not going to do 10 questions. But I think it between three, I'm going to shoot between three and five, but there may be a day depending on the question or especially on those special days where it's like an assignment. Like, Hey, I want you to go look this up today and I want you to write a little summary about it. Well, then it would just be one. Now, I don't know if people would actually participate in that. I don't know. So that may be pushing it too far. That may be pushing it too far. So I think I probably, I probably will have to. 
slap myself and say, no, 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 no. Just keep it on questions. Pretty simple. Be very careful how far you expand it out. Be very careful how far you expand it. Be careful. And, and then what we can do, the thinking is if any of the questions or something creates an idea for like a, a study, then we would just move that study over to the Today's Focus podcast series or just any other, just right there, anything for a part of the Theology Central podcast. We could, who knows, it could show up anywhere in a sermon. It could, who knows where it could show up, which then would only reinforce what you're hearing. Now, the thing is, if it's a separate podcast, maybe it would move people to not only subscribe to that but to come over to Theology Central to hear the, you know, and I could do that. I could introduce a new episode. Hey, welcome to today's Bible pop quiz podcast. Just so that you know, uh, from the questions that we did last week, which we're going to review in just a moment, um, I did a 45-minute teaching, and you can find that with the, uh, on the Theology Central podcast. I will have to try to do that cross-promotion But the only reason I'm thinking is some people will say, well, you should just do it for the Theology Central podcast. In theory, I should. But there's a lot of people who would see all of that content and they would just like, I don't know what they would want to sit there and have to look through all of it to find the next Bible quiz. So I think we're going to, this is is the idea we're going to go with. So we're going to create it. Now, we know what we need. We're going to need a new, we're going to need new music. So I just spent basically $30. Yeah, I'm a, I, I'm always spending money on this podcast. That's, that, that's probably a bad idea. But I just spent $30 to purchase music where we have the copyright and everything. And uh, I'm going to play for you what will possibly be the new introduction to the Bible Pop Quiz podcast. Should we go with Pop Quiz? I think we should go with Pop Quiz. Do you think? I know that's a little long. The Bible Bible Pop Quiz podcast. We have to put the, the Ohio State University. See, that drives me crazy when they do that, right? That drives me the, oh, like that drives, like that, that makes me, that's why I can't stand Ohio State. But how about the Bible Pop Quiz podcast? Or do we just call it the Bible Pop Quiz? I don't know. Like, like come on. And if you have other names, please, please bomb, fulfill my email inbox up today with ideas and criticisms and thinking. And, and, and whether you, if you think it's a horrible idea, look, if it's an idea, come on, you can be honest. I, I, I'm not going to participate. I don't care. That's what you can let me know. Now, usually people don't want to say that because it makes them sound so unspiritual. I'm, I do not want to take a pop quiz on the Bible and I'm not going to look anything up because I just don't care. All right. I look, I know not a very, too many Christians are not going to say that. But uh, yeah, you, you can email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. But before, before we do that, are you ready? Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to play the new theme. And then I have right here in my hands five questions for today. Five questions for today. Now, obviously, I'll get better at formulating questions. I'll get better in knowing do I give you how much information I give you and how much information I withhold from you and helping you find it? Um, I will, obviously, the more I do so, I will get better. And then your own constructive criticism will help. Some of you will be like, don't give me any hints at all. Some of you will be like, uh, you're going to have to tell me where to start. There's 66 books. What in the world do you want me to do? Uh, but, it, and also you've got to be tempted not to just Google it or just to do a, you know, asking Google or Alexa or Siri or anybody else, all right? 
you, you, you can't, you can't do that. I thought, I thought Siri just came on my iPad. I'm like, oh no. All right. So, um, yeah. So, because this is like, the goal is to get you inside the actual Bible right here, right? The goal is to get you inside the pages where you're looking and you're looking. You're like, oh, oh, there's the answer. There's the answer. Some of them will be so simple. You won't need to look them up, but I still want you to look up the verse and read the verse, right? It's, it's, it's all, isn't it the same thing true with everything? Even in school, pop quizzes, some of these things, it, it's the people who took advantage of those things and really, really utilized them that usually ad- achieved more academically. And there are others who are like, I'm going to do this the easiest way possible so that I can just get the passing score and I can move on. It really watch, when it comes to the word of God, you want Christians to really want to take every opportunity so that they can gain mastery over the source material. But it's sad how many Christians don't want to put forth the effort. I, I, that's the problem I can't fix. I can't, like, I can teach Bible study methods. Do you know how hard it is to get people to actually do them? It is startling how hard it is to get people to do them. So, um, but I, this is what we're going to go with. So are you ready? Here's the new theme music that I just paid $30 for, right? Okay, hang on here. All right, yes. Okay, here's the new theme music. And I hope you like it. Any, uh, And I like it. your criticisms. If you like it, if you don't like it, you can let me know. Here will be the new theme music for what hopefully will become... The Bible Pop Quiz Podcast. And that theme music begins right now. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to your Bible Pop Quiz for today. Today, five questions. Are you ready? So something along those lines. I don't know exactly how we would introduce it. Now, we could pay probably another $50 or $100, and we could get a professional introduction. We could get a professional introduction. But I think $30 for the music and then me coming in at there at the end. What do you, I'll play the music one more time. Welcome to the Bible Pop Quiz Podcast for, yeah, see, I, I think I think I could do it. I think I could do it. I, I think I think we can make that work. I mean, I have to mess with it a little bit. I would have, you know, now coming to you from the Bible Pop Quiz headquarters located in I, where, you know, whatever. I, who knows? We could change it up. But um, I think I think that will work. I think it has kind of a quiz-like quality, don't you think? Like a quiz show Quality. You want to hear it one more time? Here we go. Welcome. All right, there we go. So that that is what we're going to do. Now, this I'm going to provide you is your Bible quiz for today, your Bible pop quiz for today. So students... Notebooks open, pencils out, friends, don't talk to them, phones, put away, eyes on your own paper. 
And it's time, class, for your Bible pop quiz. This is worth 500% of your grade. Okay, now, that's, there you go. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, your first question today is, name one of the places. Now, listen to these names. Pull, P-U-L, Pull, and Tilgath Pilneser, Tilgath Pilneser took some of the children of Israel. One of the places, Pul, P-U-L, and Tilgath Pilneser took some of the children of Israel. One more time. Your first question for today is one of the places, Pul, P-U-L, and Tilgath Pilneser, that's T-I-L-G-A-F, G-A-F. Let me read that again. Or let me spell that again. All right. One of the places, Pul, P-U-L, and Tilgath Pilneser is spelled T-I-L-G-A-T-H-P-I-L-N-E-S-E-R. Tilgath Pilneser and Pull, right? One of the places that they took some of the children of Israel. Now, I think if I leave it like that, you're never going to find it. So for your hint today, you could, should be able to find an answer in First Chronicles chapter 5 but you're going to have to look for it. You're going to have to read. You're going to have to skim. All right. So the first question today, one of the places, Paul, Paul, Paul P-U-L, and Tilgath Pulneser took some of the children of Israel. First Chronicles chapter five. Second question, the well by which God told Gideon to reduce his army. The well by which God told Gideon to reduce his army. And I'm going to give you a hint today because, you know, I'm being nice. Judges chapter 7. Judges chapter 7. All right. So the first question, one of the places, Paul and Tilgath Pilneser took some of the children of Israel. First Chronicles chapter 5. You'll look, you have to skim. It may be hard to find. All right. Next, uh, the well by which God told Gideon to reduce his army, Judges chapter 7. All right. Next, now this one you'll have to definitely look for. Some of these I, I did a little work on looking them up to see how well, how easy these are. Some of these I did not. I just wanted to throw these out there for like a test, but we'll see how, how you do. The next one, the man from the tribe of Ishakar who went with 11 others to search out the land of Canaan. The man from the tribe of Issachar, who went with 11 others to search out the land of Canaan. Now, the man from the tribe of Issachar, that's spelled I-S-S-A-C-H-A-R. The man from the tribe of Issachar, who went with 11 others to search out the land of Canaan. Now, you're going to have to look for this one. You should be able to find it. It's in Numbers chapter 13. That is the one I did look and verify and make sure that I, that it's there. I knew I, it's there. It's there. I, you, you're just going to have to, you're not going to be able to skim it. Well, you may be able to skim it and find it. It's there though. The man from the, from the tribes of Issachar who, who went with 11 others to search out the land of Canaan. All right. The next one, here's the next one, all right? 
Hang on, I got papers falling out of my notebook. I got things falling apart here. Okay, here we go. Here's the next one. You ready? Here's the next one. Oh, I want, I want to add a bonus question here for this one, okay? Are you ready? I'm going to spell it. P-E-L-E-G. P-E-L-E-G. Who was Peleg's father? Genesis chapter 10. Peleg, P-E-L-E-G. Peleg's father. Who was Peleg's father? Genesis chapter 10. Who was Peleg? Do you know anything about Peleg? Do you know anything? Like this one I, I need to work on, right? Right? Oh, yeah. I'm, see? Okay. One of the things I'm not going to be able to do is do any teaching on this, but okay. Who was Peleg's father? Genesis chapter 10. All right, next and last. One of the bordering towns inherited by the tribe of Reuben. What was the name of one of the bordering towns inherited by the tribe of Reuben? One of the bordering towns inherited by the tribe of Reuben, Reuben, Joshua 13. The book of Joshua, chapter 13. Those are your questions for today's Bible pop quiz. One more time for the kids in the back not paying any attention. All right. Hey, eyes up front here, right here. Pay attention. It's your pop quiz. You get these wrong, you fail everything. You'll never go to college. You'll never get a job. Your life will be over. Okay, here we go. Question number one. One of the places Pul and Tilgath Pilneser took some of the children of Israel. First Chronicles chapter five. Number two, the well by which God told Gideon to reduce his army. Judges chapter seven. Number three, the man from the tribe of Issachar who went with 11 others to search out the land of Canaan. Numbers chapter 13. Peleg's father, P-E-L-E-G and Genesis chapter 10 and one of the bordering towns inherited by the tribe of Reuben. Joshua chapter 13. There, I gave you even clues. Now, do you like the clues? Do you think? Now, you're going to, sometimes you're going to like the questions. Sometimes you're going to hate the questions. Sometimes you're going to be thinking of different kinds of questions. But I would, I'm going to try to mix it up. I'm going to try to mix it up. Sometimes it'll be fill in the blank. Sometimes it may be, I need you to look up the name of like, like one of the, the follow-up question I was going to have is look up Peleg or Peleg, however you would like to say his name, P-E-L-E-G. Look up uh, uh, an entry for him in a Bible dictionary and write out what you find. Or what does the name of Peleg stand for? What do you, what does it stand for? What, what is, what does it mean? Right. I mean, I could, I could ask some follow-up questions that would not be just, you may have to do a little bit more research. And I think that that's okay. I think offering a little bit more is okay as well. Like I could come back, right? I could come back and like the next day and I could say, okay, uh, so one of the places Paul and Tilgath Palneser took some of the children of Israel was, and we find that in first Chronicles chapter five today, for your pop quiz, I want you to look up what you can find out about that place. What do you know about that place? Where it was, what it is today, write out a, a, a summary, all right? Um, the well by which God told Gideon to reduce his army. Well, where was that well located and what can you find out about that well, that place today? 
the man from the tribe of Issachar who went with 11 others to search out the land of Canaan. Look him up in a Bible dictionary and see if you can find out anything about that man. See, I could then come back the next day and offer you a little bit more. Then you would reinforce what you found. See, I, there's all kinds of things I can do here, but it's really trying to get you into the Bible, into the Bible. See, it's away from theological systems. It's away from, it's just getting you to know what's inside the pages of this book. And the more you know, well, the better prepared you are for study. You got to master the source material. You can't be running around telling everyone else they're wrong if you haven't even mastered the source material. What do you think? Do you like the idea or not? You can email me today, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. I want all the feedback I can possibly get. You can let me know if you think, if you like it, if you don't like it. If you don't, we'll move on to a new idea. We'll move on to something else and we'll keep continuing to do what we do here at the Theology Central Podcast. As always, if you support what we do, please think about writing a positive review on the Apple Podcasting app. That's great. Uh, please go to theologycentral.net. Leave us a positive review there. Where, whatever else, wherever, positive comments on YouTube. That's always, uh, well, we really do love that. Um, anything else you can do, we appreciate it. If you would like to ever support what we're attempting to do, you can do so on the Church One app or the Sermons 2.0 app. You can just look up Theology Central and hit the Give tab or theologycentral.net. You can hit the Donate tab. All right. Thank you very much as we continue to try to produce podcasts to try to benefit you spiritually and try to correct some of the problems that we perceive is wrong in the world of the evangelical church. And we got to get people back into the book and stop reading their systems into the book and being so worried about their teams and their systems. And let's try to get people back to the Bible. Oh, yeah, there was a ministry called Back to the Bible. It's a whole lot different than what it used to be. But guess what they were trying to correct? Hey, we got a problem with biblical illiteracy in this country. We're trying to get people back to the Bible. And everyone who comes to try to fix these problems they, it never seems to actually fix the problem because the real problem is you can't make people want what they don't want. You can't make people do what they don't want to do. And you can't make people put in the effort and what they don't want to put the effort into. And that's just the reality. All right, there you go. Email me, newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. And we will conclude this by listening once again to the possible theme music for the possible upcoming podcast that I'm thinking about calling the Bible Pop Quiz Podcast. Love to get your feedback. Can't wait. Hey, you got questions. Go work on those questions today and have a great time doing so. And may God bless you as you look and to his word. 